You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Go Wild is a free social community created for and by hunters. This means that unlike mainstream social media, your trophy pictures won't be censored. They're encouraged. As you spend time on Go Wild, you will earn awesome rewards such as gift cards, free swag, and big discounts on brands like Garmin and Vortex. You will even earn $10 just for signing up. Visit DownloadGoWild.com and sign up today. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast with your host, Nate Thomas and Michael Winstead. Smooth. Hey, smooth. Yeah. I kind of, I felt like my voice was like, you know. Barry White. Something like that. You know, real, uh, welcome what's to, the word? Welcome to the show. I mean, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> but uh, Andy couldn't make it tonight. I'm not sure what he's got going on, honestly. I talked to him a little bit earlier about a question, but. Uh, Something. Yeah, I couldn't, couldn't tell you. But he's not here. <laughs> so that's all. He ain't here, folks. Yeah. He's uh, busy. Him and I did a show earlier today, and so he's probably, like, got to get some work done now. Yeah. No, I get it. So today's show, we have on uh, a fellow Missourian, Justin Hampton. With, Just, Justin Hampton. Yeah. With Ozarks Tradition TV. Yep. Yep. We've been following him a while on the social stuff. Yep. He puts out some pretty good stuff. So we get him on talking a little bit of turkey. It's the end of turkey season once this episode comes out. You're, so. you're going to get hit with a Tales of the Chase episode back-to-back. Back-to-back. Whitetail last week. Yeah. Turkey this week, which probably should have been the other way around. But, but nobody's ever accused me of being a smart man. Yeah. So. Like, well, well, I mean, when we've said it, we don't get too crazy about turkey. It's just not our forte. But we know people like to hear it. I've had a lot of fun with it this year. I, I talk about it in the show. I've yeah. had a lot of fun with turkey hunting this year. Probably the most fun I've had in a decade. Yeah. Uh, just because we got turkey around us again. And that's kind of nice. I do see a bunch driving around. I obviously do a lot of driving for my job. And uh, been seeing a lot out in the fields. It's slowed down, but, you yeah. know. Well, it's been raining. That, and I think they're getting. How many straight days? I think they're getting towards the towards the tail end of their, you know, mating season or whatever. So, yeah, that's going to slow down some anyways. Yeah. So, but. Uh, I think they do it bird style. What's bird style? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think they just they just do it. <laughs> I I've I have seen turkeys doing it Get out it in the field. On. I have seen turkeys doing it out in the field. This was back when I first started hunting. It was. I've seen deer uh, doing it. How do you say Kyle's it? Coyotes doing uh, it. Aggressive. Aggressive. <laughs> 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 it was like, oh wow, <laughs> okay, he's really getting after it. <laughs> yeah, they're really doing this. Good okay. for you. <laughs> yeah. So that's all. Yes. But uh, before we jump on, get the show going. Let's talk a little bit about our partners. So today we Friends got of the show today. Yeah, Midwest Gunworks. 
We love those guys over there. They're awesome. I actually just got a notification that some of my ammo is back in stock, so I'm going to be making an order. You're probably already out <laughs> by the time you get Yeah, I probably, should go. I probably shouldn't have waited so long. The way ammo goes, man, it's, it's just ridiculous. But, yeah, uh, uh, Andy and I actually talked. Uh, we talked today about all of our gun parts are, are all in now. So, and yeah, y'all need to put those together. We need to have a, a build party. Ooh, we should. Yeah. Yeah, because I want to see that. Yeah, Russell. I'm assuming Russell's going to be putting yours together. We're going to be hopefully around. With <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like uh, what do you call it? Supervising me. There you go. <laughs> Making sure well, he's probably got all the tools and yeah, he know, does. The, he the does proper stuff. Proper stuff. But uh, if you guys are needing any gun parts or guns or ammo or anything gun related, uh, go over to Midwest Gunworks. You can use the code MWW five for an extra five percent off. So and they've are they're already uh, you know fair price on all their stuff that ammo today it was it wasn't hiked up like some of the other places that you're looking at ammo so, yeah yep save yourself five percent uh next uh you know check out black ovis um they they've got a little bit of everything to be honest with you yeah it's i mean it's it's an online uh retailer uh that sells you know camping gear uh, boots clothes uh, archery equipment, uh, custom arrow builds. We've talked about this before. You, you're going to do it probably soon. Yep. Uh, but our buddy Pat already did. Um, and he said he, he said that they definitely fly better than ones he's ever made. Are you serious? Yeah. He's he said, shot he, them? Yeah, he shot them, and he said they did See, awesome. I'm, that's um, Yeah. So, I'm t- yeah, I mean, I'm going to do it. So. I don't – the thing I, I want to, but I don't need to. You can do have a I've lot of like arrows. I've got like 23 arrows still because yeah. I'm lucky. <laughs> you're lucky in the fact that your draw is, what, 24 inches? Okay, let's settle down. <laughs> 27 27 inches so usually it's shorter than every single one of your guys's and we all run the same arrows except for uh, andy andy because his spine uh has to be uh 250 and mine's 300 i believe right and so anytime you guys like mess an arrow up or whatever well i can cut the damn thing and three inches you know yeah where mine is and i can i know i've personally given you at least three three or four and i know Russell's had to do it. I don't. Yeah, so it's pretty nice. So that works out pretty Probably good just, for you. you know, redo an arrow and yeah. got another one. But Black Ovis, like I said, you can find anything you guys are looking for as far as hunting related, camping related, that sort of stuff. So you can use the code MWW10 to save yourself ten percent. Check so. them out, BlackOvis.com. Yep. Uh, Lucky Buck, another awesome partner of ours. Um, we've been, you know, we got all our stuff out now. Um, awesome mineral smells great. I made a second mineral site on my property last time I was out there. So um, why'd you do that? Just two. I'm, I'm going to see which one they like the best. There you go. So and then I'm going to you know whichever one they like the best. That's the one I'm going to keep filling it. Filling that one. Nice. So I put it a little further in the timber. Mm-hmm. The one I got, the one I originally had, it's real yeah. close to the field edge. It's right there on the edge. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's it's good, in the it's in the timber in the but, timber, but it's. So I'm wondering if maybe since it's further into the timber, they you know might feel a little bit more comfortable. I don't know. We'll That's see. Cool. So check them out, LuckyBuckMineral.com. Uh, you should already be. Yeah, I mean it, it needs it, to be it, out. It, it should have been out by now. Um, any but, mineral, but especially your Lucky Buck. Yep. Uh, Onyx. I like doing random now. I'm oh, tired yeah, of reading. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I Onyx. Um, newer partner of ours. Uh, we've talked about this every week. Me, Micah, and Andy all use Onyx uh, personally. We all have. I After my first year in Colorado, I will never not have <laughs> that app again because that was uh, not fun for me to be um, what I felt like was lost. No, it's, it's like I've said it before, but it, I use the, the app at literally every day of my life just for, you know, work. Not yeah. not including hunting. And the other night, like, dude, man, I, I, I get in a bad habit of this. Like, so we're planning on doing that hunt up north. So I got on Onyx last night, and I probably spent like 30 minutes be like, okay, we're going to go here, then we're going to go here, then we're going to go here, mm-hmm. and check it out. I'm like, hey, I'm pretty sure I can get permission to hunt this place too. And so it's a great tool. If you don't have it, you can get it. it and I, I mean, I use it for a lot of stuff. I yep. mean, you can, pl- you can do stuff like planning out food plots. You can use the uh, area shape tool to determine, like, the exact size of your food plot. Mm-hmm. It'll tell you, um, you know, and you can kind of accurately, accurately measure the amount of yeah. seed you might need. Um, I use the line distance tool a lot when we're uh, thermal hunting. 
Yeah. Because I don't have a... Uh, yeah. If you need a... It, I mean, I'm sure it's it'll get you close for, you know, because thermal hunting, you can't... There's no depth procession. So, well, if you know where the tree my, line is... My then, scope doesn't have a range finder. Exactly. So, so if that's I'm not with somebody that's got one, I can just kind of range yep. some basic stuff I know is there, and then I know where the coyote's going to be. Roundabout, yeah. Yeah, so. uh, just all kinds of cool tools. Uh, you know, the tracker, we use that out in Colorado a lot yep. just to track how far we went and kind of where we went. Mm-hmm. Uh, just all kinds of stuff. Check them out. You uh, Go to onxmaps.com. Um, use the code MWW20. Save 20% off any of the uh, plans that they have. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, Cutty back. Can't say enough good things about them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, love my Cutty Link systems. Um I still technically own other cameras, but that's just because I don't feel like putting them for sale right now. <laughs> right. Um, I probably should because they're just sitting in my closet. But We need to order batteries, man. Uh, that's a good point. I keep saying that. Uh, it's It hurts every year, you know, especially when you start using as many cameras as we do. Right. That's I, a lot. It's a lot of money in batteries. You, know, you, you do spend some money in batteries. They but, use D batteries, but which, the good last longer than double a's right you don't have to be changing them they come with you can get the battery packs those are huge i mean i i I, they lasted me my whole season so you know depending on depending on how many pictures and stuff like that you know how dense your deer population is you know that's going to determine a lot but with me and my property i one one set of camera or one set of batteries lasted me the whole season i put them out we put them out july 4th that weekend and they lasted me all the way till i don't think i picked them up till february sometime yeah so so use the code mowww22 for 10 percent off there which yep. does help because uh you know if you're buying an entire system you know starts getting up there yeah uh river's edge tree stands uh we need to unload that dang trailer uh i already got a few trees picked out nice when i was setting that mineral i did a little walking around found me a few trees we're going to be putting some tree stands in and clearing some brush to make some lanes nice so, pretty excited uh, to put those to use really enjoy our river's edge stuff uh we we all had well i don't know about all of us but i know i did and maybe you did too some river's edge stuff prior to working with them mm-hmm. um so you know we we like their stuff they they kind of give it to you in any way i mean the only thing they really don't do is saddles yeah and who knows they might <laughs> come knows? up with that who knows maybe down the road talk to our boy there and uh, see what he says yeah uh, so check them out, River's Edge Tree Stands, and last but not least, Camo Fire. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to get on the damn website because we say we're going <laughs> to. It doesn't matter. We're not going to do it every uh, week. But we do know that Tuesdays is not Trail Cam Tuesdays because <laughs> Andy's Andrew. a liar. And he's full of crap. Trail Cam Tuesday hasn't been Trail Cam Tuesday for 10 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Idiot. Uh, so check them out, CamoFire.com. Yep. Uh, awesome, cool little flash sale, you know, probably 20 to 30 some items every day yep, yep. um all, kind of, all different types of savings and see how much money you want to spend just and then don't tell the wife yep delete that browser history in the words of is that doug that says in a working class yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we he coined the phrase delete your browser history yep so so check them out camofire.com uh thanks to our sponsors uh for helping us out to produce this show yep let's we, get we got any more bns bsn to do no, I think we can get right into it. We got into it. All right, let's get into our show with, uh, oh, also on our, our guest today, uh, Justin, um, didn't give him the chance to do it at the end of his show. So if you want to follow along, he gave you the Instagram and Facebook for, uh, for um, what do you call it, Dale's Arc Traditions TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to follow Justin along, or along with Justin too, he's got Facebook, just Justin Hampton. And then his uh, Instagram is Justin underscore Hampton at Ozarks Tradition, O-T-T-T-V. But there is one more BS session. Yes, that's correct. We we have an online store that you can order shirts, hoodies, and hats from now. Yeah, so, it'll be open for... When this comes out... Like when's this come out? Another week, probably. Yeah, so, you know, we've had a lot of people ask about getting merchandise, so, you know, we partnered with the company, and getting everything together so it what it is is the pre-order so you need to go on there order your stuff and as soon as the sale is over that's when they put it together and ship it out to you may, so may 20th yeah may 20th is the end date so i realize it's may yeah but everybody we have a lot of our listeners that have talked about hoodies yeah everybody wants a hoodie so we wanted to to give that option as a hoodie but remember this is a 
We don't know what's going to happen in the future. This honestly. might be a one-time deal. We don't know because <laughs> I don't. I don't love dicking with it. To be it, honest with it's, you, it's not. It's not fun for us. <laughs> it's I'm really not. An apparel not. guy. We appreciate that people want this stuff, but it's a lot of work on our part to get this stuff together and to ship out and that sort of thing. So that's one of the reasons why we partnered with the company we did. Um, so shirt it, stop. Yeah, shirt stop. That's who. They're the ones that are going to fulfill the orders for us. So, so if, in a roundabout way, what I'm trying to say is... Buy it now. <laughs> we might not... I mean, I'm, I'm hoping this goes well, and we can do this again, and we might do a few pre-orders throughout the year type of right. deal. Or maybe it's going to be a permanent store. We don't know. This is new for us. It's up to you listeners <laughs> on what but, happens. But what I'm saying is, if you want a hoodie, don't don't think about May right now. <laughs> yeah. Because this could be the, the only time we do it, and... uh it's, I just, it's hard to say. Right. So I, I, I'm probably not going to wear the hoodie I'm getting, but. I'm going to order it. I'm going to order it. it put it in the closet till I need it. Yeah. So I would suggest you do the same if you're even considering, because it might not be around come, you know, next time. October, November when you yeah. need it. And we, we tried our best to uh, pick out good quality stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, the, this, this company we worked with is really cool, actually. Uh, they're, they're called Shirt Stop. They're out of Utah. And uh, they sent us a bunch of samples. We picked out the T-shirt we liked the best, the hoodie we, the liked, hoodie we liked the best, without making them, like, crazy expensive. Right. Um, we told them, hey, we don't want to charge our, our listeners more than 50 bucks for a hoodie. So, yeah, we could have got hoodies that were real, real high end. But we uh, we got a hoodie that we thought was a good hoodie. Um, same thing with the shirts, a good shirt. Mm -hmm. And then the hat, um, you know, we, we went through, like, a dozen different hats and ended up picking this one. We couldn't get Richardson's this time um, just because of shortages shortages that they have. Yeah, but it's a good hat. So it, it's a good quality very, outdoor hat. Very comparable. So uh, we tried our best. Um, yeah. I'm sure there's going to be things that people might not like, but, uh, you know, and there's let, a, us, let us know what you like about your stuff, what you don't like once you yeah. do get it. There's and, a few uh, different colors on the shirts and the hoodies. So, I yeah. mean, I know whenever you click on it, it's, everything looks black. But, no, just go in there and click on whatever, and it'll show you a few different op color options. So, yeah. same with the hats. Yeah, and then let us know what you like, don't like, because if we do this again, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll make take the, that yeah, make the so suggestions and see if there's anything we can do different. But if you do want to order it, this is what you got to do. Tell them how to do it, Nathan. <laughs> you do it okay uh, no. but how do you get to the website <laughs> i'm just kidding hop on to our facebook or instagram or go wild um and just go to our bio and follow the link uh, there's a link to our link tree and it is right there up top yeah so anything uh, that says link tree click on that and click it's the on very that top link. so it's the only damn link in our bio you're so. two clicks away not counting the actual going to our page you're gonna do that that's what we're gonna do two clicks away <laughs> yeah basically just you're, you're, two clicks, two clicks Clicks away. Go yep. to the bio. It'll be right there. So, um, And we're going to post stories and stuff that'll have it in there here and there. But yeah. I'm not guaranteeing it because I don't want to. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Let's get into the show. Let's do it. This is the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. All right, with us tonight, we've got Justin Hampton with Ozark Traditions TV Podcast. Justin, what's up, man? Not a whole lot. How about yourself? Just running around Shit's Creek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going like crazy. Uh, we we actually, I'm getting ready to go on vacation. And so we recorded two shit. Re this is the second show today that we've recorded. The first one, me and Andy actually drove uh, about an hour and a half. And drove up to the place that um, we were recording and then drove home. And I got home about 30 minutes ago, threw some tacos down my gullet, and here we are. Here we are doing it again. <laughs> so uh, the first one, it's kind of cool. The first one we, we recorded today, by the time people are hearing me talk, won't have come out. It'll come out after yours. Uh, it, it's real, like, information deep and, uh, what do you say, like, technical like it's a, it's all about information yeah this one's just gonna be a fun story oh yeah uh for us maybe parts of it weren't fo so fun for you but uh before we get into that uh why don't you introduce yourself 
Tell us who you are, uh, where you're from, what you do for a living, and uh, maybe your favorite thing about the Missouri outdoors, and then we'll just kind of go from there. Well, my name's Justin Hampton. I'm, I'm from a little spot in a road called Elk Creek, Missouri. It's about eight miles north of Kabul, Missouri. And I actually uh, drive a truck for a living through the week. And uh, my favorite thing about the Ozarks is, the is I guess, to be the diversity of what we have down here. You know, we got all kinds of game now. We got elk, bear, deer, turkey. I mean, we got just pretty much everything right here in the Ozarks now. Yeah. You see elk down there a lot? No, they're about uh, an hour from me. Are they? An hour east or so, yeah. Uh, I knew uh, you weren't too far from Peck, uh, Peck Ranch, but I just didn't know exactly where. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool, though, just driving around. Yeah, don't forget, uh, this, I, m- this month, you, everybody needs to put in for their elk tag. Sh- I know, I kind of debated on telling people, <laughs> reminding hey, people that. but Last last year, they had low numbers. Only 9,000, yeah. 9, yeah. 9, 000, yeah. yeah, it was 20-something thousand the year before that, and then 9,000. I'm hoping it goes to four people this year so <laughs> only four people put in because <laughs> i did <laughs> yeah. hey i'm not putting in you ain't putting in for it why is uh, that i don't have the time that time of year is it's pretty busy rough. with deer hunting and stuff yeah I yeah gotcha. yeah i don't know what i would do well i know what i would do if i drew i probably wouldn't go to colorado because i would i would take two weeks off during the archery portion and that's what I would do. I would go down there and hunt my ass off. But uh, but I can't take four weeks. <laughs> so I can't take two weeks to go to Colorado and then two weeks here. Yeah, you might end up getting a divorce if you did. Well, <laughs> and get fired. From what, I, from what I've heard on the Missouri elk hunting, you got to go down a week or two before to kind of figure out where they're you find moving them. around to. Yeah, you got to yeah. find them. Yeah. And I don't know very many people that's got that much time. Nope. And It'd I'd have to figure to it out. But if you only got one shot in your lifetime – I I I would have to figure it out. I would make a way. I mean, it, it's okay. obviously people are doing it. The everybody that's gotten a tag has gotten an elk. I'm pretty sure I don't, I don't there remember. might be one person that hasn't. I know last year, this last year, the first year everybody killed one with a rifle. Second year, last year, uh, two dudes killed with a bow. Uh, I know one was with a crossbow. We talked to him. Yep. I don't remember if another dude actually did or not, and I don't remember if the rest of them killed one or not, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, thought, I, I think it's been a 100% success rate since they opened it. Yeah, I, I thought so. So, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't call it shooting fish in a barrel, but I'm sure, you know, yeah. I don't think it's as difficult as going out west. Well, it's, with a rifle, you might, right. you might be exact, uh, 100% right. right. Now, with a bow, I mean, compound bow, compound bow still hasn't been used to kill one yet. As far as I know, I could be wrong on another. I know. I that, think. I think, I think one somebody guy killed one last year with a compound. Sh- I know. I know a dude for a fact. The guy we talked to yeah. killed one with a crossbow. I just can't remember. Was there another guy after him? I think so. Okay, I, I, you might be right. I just I don't remember honestly. I don't remember yesterday to be honest with you. So, anyways, uh, uh, I mean, tell us about a little bit about Ozark's traditions. Um, you know, I mean. Missouri is honestly, uh, and you know, you can call it whatever you want, competition or whatnot. I don't look at it that way, but we got a lot of good shows in our state. Yeah. Uh, a lot of oh, them. Yeah. And I used to name them all, and, and actually now I, there's more than I can even remember all that time. So uh, tell us a little bit about your show and uh, what y'all do. Well, it's uh, a Christian based show, and we, we try to keep everything right here in the Ozarks. Every once in a while, we'll get a film outside the ozarks you know on a duck hunt or a goose hunt and sometimes even in kansas on a on a deer hunt mm-hmm. but 95 percent of it's right here in the ozarks it's showcasing what we got okay it's pretty awesome yeah and that's what i mean that's what i love about missouri is we got such a diverse state uh the ozarks are different than where we're at and where yeah. we're at is different than the boot hill and where the boot hill is different than like northern Missouri, and even actually parts of northern Missouri, like where you and I go up coyote hunting, yeah, and where you deer hunt sometimes, that's a whole different world. Oh yeah, it's it's a lot different. Yeah, and and then you go another you know hour west or east, and it's just crop grounds. Yeah, you know, so it's Missouri's cool. I mean, I think it's one of the most diverse states, honestly, that there is. 
Uh, I honestly think it's harder to hunt down here in the Ozarks because we got all the timber. I would, I would imagine so. I would think so. I mean, here you can get away with sitting up on a, you know, a field edge, and more than likely at some point, some deer is going to walk by. It might not be the biggest, and you might not see that many, but eventually you're going to see a deer come out into a field. You know, there y'all, yeah. y'all just have a ton of timber, and you got to find them, pattern them, see which you know. I'm assuming they're what they're eating the most is them acorn trees, and so you know, get on the hot one. And that's if we have acorns. Some years, you know, it's we got more, we got less. It just it depends. Right. Do you, do you have many crops down there? Not, not that many. We're getting more and more, but it's it's not like where you guys are at, where you can drive. 40 miles and that's all you see mm-hmm. but yep. yeah there's there's a few guys getting into it i was curious i mean you know if you got like a cornfield and there's not another cornfield for 20 miles i got a good idea where the deer are going to be yeah <laughs> well la- last year my neighbor planted i think it was 100 acres of soybean so i had a real good year seeing deer yeah because yeah. I, I i cut them off going there but the sad part was I missed two good shooter bucks back to back each weekend, so I, it was pretty pitiful. But it, it it is what it is. We've all been there. Yeah, it all, all it happens. All those it happens to everybody. Well, let's yeah. get into uh, this story. Um, what we're going to talk about today is your turkey season. Uh, the day this will come out will be like two or three days after turkey season got over. Um, and you, I kind of followed along like we were talking about before we recorded. Uh, on social media best i could i try not to be on it too often but uh i like watching kind of your stuff uh just because i do and um you had a kind of up and down turkey season i mean it ended on oh, a, yeah. a high note for sure but uh that's kind of what we're doing we're, we're gonna do a tales of the chase chase episode and just right. talk about your your turkey season and uh i guess sticking with it because that's yeah, kind of what well, you did right <laughs> Yeah, that's what it did. I appreciate you following along for sure. Uh, Sunday, the day before turkey season, I got a phone call that there was a gobbler out in the field. And uh, he was a lone gobbler out by himself. So I thought, well, I'm going to go see how hot he is. So I went over there and I called him in about 15 foot. I thought, well, that's pretty cool. You know, I, I, I was jacked. I was ready to go then. And so I waited about 20 minutes, walked out of the field, and I was like, he's going to be there in the morning. So I went back to that same spot. I got down the hill where I was going to go, and I hooted, and he hit about 135 yards off of me. Mm-hmm. I thought, it's over. It's, it's going to be the easiest done. season yeah. ever. <laughs> Money in the bag. Yeah. Game over, buddy. And, uh, well, I got set up, and daylight hit, you know, where you could that, that light where you could just see everything in the woods. And I seen him flap his wings. And he, and he hit, and I thought, man, he's going to fly right down to the decoy. He's going to give me about three good flaps, and I'm going to whack him. Well, that wasn't the case. And I, I scratched my head. He flew off to the right of me. I thought, well, what the heck's going on? Well, he made a circle and come up. Well, when he went down, when he flew off the limb, it's about two or three minutes, and I seen a coyote pop out right where he was would have been flying over. Yeah. So I thought, well, now i got a choice to make. So, <laughs> And uh, I thought, well, maybe he'll still come in the way I want him to. Well, I kept calling. He kept hammering. Then I just shut up and just let him come on in. Well, I was sitting where I could see the coyote, and I could kind of see him coming to it the same way. Well, I seen the coyote come around a brush pile. Then he started doing the Mohican sneak on my decoy. By that time. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. By that time, the uh, the gobbler was three foot behind my cameraman, and they were sitting there as still as could be, and I couldn't say nothing. <laughs> so I was I was watching him and watching the coyote, and the gobbler kept coming up to my right, which I'm a right hand, and I'd, I'd be swinging to the left anyways. And uh, well, this is all going on. I'm sitting beside green briars and cedars, and it, I mean it was low to the ground. I couldn't stick my gun through there. So he got up to me about five foot away from me. Then he started uh, putting. I thought, oh, no, this ain't good. This is not good at all. (laughs) 
So I was sitting there thinking, do I shoot the coyote? Do I shoot the bird? Do I shoot the coyote? Do I shoot the bird? And then finally I was like, I'm just going to shoot the coyote, get him out of the way. I wish I could have shot both of them. It'd been a really good story, yeah. but you know, when you see a coyote, every hunt becomes a coyote. Exactly. That's what we know. We haven't said this about turkey yeah, yet, nah. but not every, not every coyote hunts a turkey hunt. But every turkey, but hunts every a coyote. turkey hunts a coyote hunt. Yep, yep, that's right. Then uh, I went back to the house and I had to regroup for a couple hours because I was I was pissed. I was just I was almost done right then. So then I, I thought, well, what do I need to do? So I called a buddy of mine that's he is like hey, a hold, turkey. Hold on. So when you when you shot the coyote, what? I mean, what did the Tom do? Did he obviously take off? Yeah, he just took off. Was he, did he bust, yeah, he just, did he bust you guys or just the sound nope. freaked him out? Just the sound of, I think just seeing the coyote and me shooting mm-hmm. kind of, cause he didn't, he didn't run off. He just walked off over the hill, hmm. you know, then I, I sat there for a couple of minutes and called again, but he never, he shut up. He was done. Yeah. You know, he knew something was up then. So we just got out of there and went back to the house for a couple of hours. And I called somebody and I was like, what do you think I ought to do? He's like, go after him. Give him a couple hours, calm down and go back after him. I said, all right. So I did that. Well, and if you turkey hunted a lot, you sometimes you get in these situations where you're in the woods and you can't see nothing. And that's, and I'm impatient whenever i'm in the woods if i can't see a bird coming i want to go to it so we struck him again i cut real hard in the middle of the field and and he hit and i thought let's go to him so we i don't know we probably ran 200 yards and sat down and i started calling he just he was giving us a show but we couldn't see him you know and uh about 15 minutes of that i decided this this ain't working i'm i'm my patience is ran thin, so I went after him, and he busted me running in there after him. So we uh we actually I got better about it this year because I'm the same way with you with turkey hunting, or I'm the same way as you are when I turkey hunt because it's it's not my favorite hunting. So if if something's not going on, I want to make it happen. Yep. And I've gotten better this year because one of our good friends, his name is Scott Wilper. Uh, he's been on our show a few times. He's a great call maker and even better turkey hunter. He is He's a patient hunter because, you know, the way he explains it to us, you're never going to beat them. They're, they're going no. to bu- – if you get up and move, they're going to see you before you see them. And uh, I'm like, well, maybe that's why I never kill nothing because I can't sit still. I'm always trying to move around and try to get to them. Yeah. Uh, which is weird because you never do that for deer, hardly. No, I, I mean, every, I, every I once have, you have, but, yeah. but it's not a common practice for us, right? Not that you can't do it. So yeah, it's. I mean, it. I'd have probably done the same thing you did, because, you know, I just I'm like, come on, hurry up or whatever. But yeah. Uh, so he busted you. He busted me. Yeah, I and I was like, well, it's over. So we just went back home and. So I thought, well, we'll try it again Tuesday. Went back over there Tuesday. We struck, I think it was four birds on the limb. I think three of them were, were jakes because they wasn't quite real loud like a gobbler. So I thought, well, we'll sit right here. Then about daylight, when it's kind of real good, you see, I heard a hen start doing a tree yell. And I mm-hmm. thought, where is that hen at? Well, I got to looking around. I never could see her. Well, finally, my patience got the best of me because it was like 7.30 and she was still on the limb. Yep. I thought, there ain't nothing happening. So I got up to grab my decoy to move to another gobbler on the other side of the place that I heard strike. Well, as soon as I got up, she blew off the limb about 15 yards from me. She was right, just right, right, above, right above me. Yeah. <laughs> so I decided, well, it's over. We ain't even going to do anything here. So. I just packed it up and left, and then the Wednesday, I just took the day off. So I think it was raining. I thought, I'm not even going to go out there, you know, just take a break, kind of regroup. Then uh, I went out Thursday morning. It was real foggy. I was watching a gobbler probably about three, 400 yards out there, you know, and 
if you've ever watched a gobbler in the fog, that is one of the most beautiful things you, you can see. You know, I mean, he's just out there strutting around. Oh, I imagine so. Oh, yeah. It's it's something to see. And, uh, and well, they went the other way. They He was hand up. He wasn't interested. But where it gets interesting is as soon as he went over the hill where I was at, it's just a big open field, 30-acre field I'm sitting in. And uh, all of a sudden, I heard two shots go off. I thought, what in the world is that? Well, I unbutton my vest and everything and take off across the field like, like a banshee, you know, because nobody's supposed to be here. Well, we seen who it was, you know, whatnot. No big deal. And uh, so I went back to calling again. It was about an hour, I think, and I started calling. I struck two more off on the other side. I thought, okay, they're answering. This might be something to, you know, so I positioned in the, the way they were going. Well, then my neighbor started slamming his door at his house because I was so close to his house. I thought, you've got to be kidding me, dude. <laughs> so I just packed up and left that day. They just wasn't nothing going to happen, you know, and then – Pretty much Friday, they Friday to Saturday was pretty quiet. There wasn't much action going on. The birds were pretty hand up, and you kind of had to move into the the deer hunting side of things, you know, where you just had to sit and wait, pretty much. So, yeah. so but going back to so you heard the two shots. So was somebody poaching on your land, or, or how how did that? Or were they on the on a different property? No, where I was at, it's 157 acres right there where I was at. And it's it's split between a road, okay, a uh, county road, and they was driving down the county roads. What it was? Oh, jeez. So, did they actually? And shoot, I'm not too. Did they actually shoot some, or they miss, or do you know? I don't really know. I they they may have just been shooting to be shooting because they knew I was there. There's a whole other backstory. Than oh, that. I, I've followed along on your uh, okay. your social media okay. before. You've been, you've dealt with problems wherever you are at for uh, yeah. a while yeah yeah it's uh a lot of this happened since i went to tv so it's it, yeah. it's kind of one of them things you know people think oh he's got monster deer or all these turkeys and they just kind of run around out here and but that's not the case you know right just a normal person yeah now do you i mean every do you all film every time you go out yeah, for for the most part we do. Sometimes we screw up and don't sure. get to kill on camera, like everybody. You know, it's it, nothing's perfect. I mean, like what you see on the Outdoor Channel and all that—that's hours and hours of footage that they may have to piece together, right. you know, to get where it looks good. Mm -hmm. You know, and ours is more of this is how it happened. It's the real deal. There's no cutting and pasting or anything like that. Yeah. Well, I definitely envy that. Well, I probably shouldn't say envy it because I don't, I don't want to do it. But I, I can, I, I understand how difficult it is to do that because, I mean, like Justin mentioned when on the show, he's a truck driver. So, you know, the the Ozark Traditions TV show is not his full time career. So, m like most normal people, uh, you don't get to hunt every day, all day. Yeah. You don't get to spend all the time that you would like to out in the the woods. And uh, then you add the element of having to film. Whether Do you do a lot of self-filming or do you almost always have somebody? Yeah. Most most of mine is self-filming. This this year's the first year I've actually took a, a cameraman with me. Mm -hmm. And and that was just mainly for turkeys because it's so hard to self-film turkeys because of the movement. Yeah. yeah. But most of my deer stuff's all self-film. And that's, I mean... That's where I, I say, you know, hats off to you because I tried self-filming a few years ago, and I, I did. But every single time something came in that got my, my heart rate going, I totally neglected that camera. I mean, it was like that thing <laughs> didn't exist anymore. It was, you know, just hanging there in a tree, <laughs> and up I came. Well, I'm just like, well, I'm probably not doing this right. <laughs> when last year I had a an eight-point come in, I've been watching, and – he come per he was thirty five yards. Well, I come back full draw at him. When I come back full draw, I hit my elbow on the camera and knocked it off way over there. <laughs> so 
it, I mean, it's, it's part of it, you know, and, and I missed him. So it wasn't no big deal. Yeah. Probably, probably a good thing. You hit the camera. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh, there's no proof. Was. Yeah. I let him go guys. I let him, <laughs> I go. let him walk. <laughs> he needs another year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that sucks. I mean, yeah. So you hear those shots and those people are on the road and that, that would upset me. I mean, I've only had one instance. Well, a few others, but I've only had one instance where somebody was on the property that I hunt that wasn't supposed to be, but that wasn't even mm-hmm. during season. That was well, no, me, the wintertime. Well, no, me and you had – we were out there. We had Brindley with us. We were in the blind when I had that one property there in uh, south of uh, Oak Grove. Yeah. And we were out there in the blind, and two kids came walking by. They were squirrel hunting oh, during, yeah, the, during, the, middle, during the middle of rifle season. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What are you and doing?" And you can't get mad at them. Yeah, well, I mean, they're just first off, they were they were literally kids. Yeah, they were. I like, mean, yeah. 10, 12. 10, 11, 12. and they were both wearing orange, weren't yeah. they? I can't. I don't think. I they think were, they were actually. Maybe but. they weren't, but you know, you could tell they were squirrel hunting or whatnot. Oh yeah, they, well, they came and talked to us. Yeah, we saw a white tail. Oh, right, they, <laughs> they came and talked to us. They're like. What are you guys doing? Oh, we were hunting. Like, oh, yeah, we were out there looking for squirrels. We saw the white-tailed deer up there. It was running away. Yep. I, I bet it was. <laughs> I bet it was. Thanks, bud. You know, but we just, you know, chalk it up for, hey, glad you're out in yeah, the woods. Glad they're out doing stuff. Uh, yep. Parents probably ought to, you know. Be a little better off on uh, yeah. telling them where they can be and where they can't be and where which they I'm, should be wearing. Which but. they had permission to hunt that property, but you know might not be a good idea to do it during deer season. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. I don't actually now that I think of it, they were not wearing orange. Yeah, they weren't. Yeah, so. which is like, eh, it's a little scary, but, but yeah, it happens. And uh, then uh, then you had you know your neighbor closing his door or whatever. So that, that's just a oh, day yeah. that just sounds snake bit. Is what that's. Oh like. yeah, yeah. Well, not only that, I had uh, linemen working on the power lines, too, right behind me. And I was like, why do you work during turkey season? And I was like, come on, guys. Hey. Yeah, uh, I heard a story one time. I don't remember who it was. Gosh, I, I wish I could remember. It was, uh, oh, might have been Heartland. It might have been our uh, uh, Ty, Ty. Yeah. Or might not have been, but um, they were hunting in Kansas, I believe, and they were working on the pipeline, but like a hundred yards behind them, and they had been working on that pipeline for so long that the deer didn't even care anymore. They were used. They, to- they'd walk out twenty yards away from the guys, walk down the line wherever they needed to go, and uh, so he every day he went in there. I mean, they were in there working. You'd hear the beeping of their trucks backing up and all that, and I think even on like one of the videos. You can hear yeah, I don't remember. they're working. Maybe it wouldn't tie, but it was Heartland Bowhunter. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it, it happens. They got to work sometime. Yeah. See, I run four-wheelers all the time on the farm. So the deer, I can drive by 14, 15 deer, and they just look at me like no big deal. You yeah. Know? So, so when I'm doing stuff during deer season, I know that they know the sound of that four-wheeler. So that's all I use, mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes I'll have somebody drop me off then take that four-wheeler back out so they think, well, they left, so then those kind of start moving around a little bit more. Makes yeah, sense. That's a good idea. All right, so what, uh, that was a Wednesday or Tuesday? Thursday. Thursday. I was close. <laughs> so <laughs> what happened? What, what was next? Uh, it's pretty well just like Thursday. I mean, there was nothing Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you know. It just – I seen some birds all hinned up. They just they just wasn't working very good for, for me. So I had to go back to work, which everybody hates that. Oh, yeah. So I thought Friday night we had a storm rolling in, and I thought, eh, I don't know if I'm going to go Saturday or not, you know, because it's supposed to be raining. So I went ahead and set my alarm for 430 anyway, so I had to drive about 10 miles to get to our other farm that I was planning on hunting. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought, eh, it's worth a shot. Well, when I got up at 430 – it was lightning and thunder, and I thought, I'm not going out there in this. So I was like, I'm going back to bed. So about 7, I got up, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to go see if I can get that gobbler we've been getting on camera walking up this road because he's been going in there between 8 and noon. I thought, that's a big window, but I'll sit there that long, you know. So I got there about 7.30, and I started walking down the road there, and uh, – I seen a Jake on the other side because 
when you walk, start walking down this road, it's just a big open field. It's all it is. It just mm-hmm. opens up to a hay field. And I seen a Jake on the other side of it, and I thought, boy, Stason's getting awful close to the end, and I ain't shot nothing yet. So he looks pretty good out there. He's got know? a beard. Yeah, it's got a beard. It's legal. So I snuck in there a little bit more, and I put up my little uh, 24-inch blind that sits in front of me. And I stuck a gobbler and a hen out, and I was just sitting on my knees. And I started calling, and I looked at my binoculars, and he'd just look at me, go back to pecking. I thought, man, you would think he would become running because he's the only bird out in this field. Well, then I was uh, sitting there, and I thought, I'm just going to sit, shut up and see what he does. Well, he he didn't do nothing, so he went ahead and walked off into the woods I thought, well, this ain't, this sucks, you know, nothing's working. So I got the box call out and started using it. Well, then I seen a hen pop her head up and start bebopping through the field towards me. And I thought, well, okay, that works. So I just, when she started coming towards me, I just shut up. I just let her do her thing. She come all the way in to my blind. She was probably three feet from me, just sitting there picking. She never even cared I was there. And if anybody follows me, probably I saw the video on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I went live because I forgot my SD card for my camera. So it happens. You get in a hurry, it happens. Yep. You just said that, and, and I uh, looked straight to my recorder. Okay. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I thought, well, I'm kind of stuck now. I can't move. I can't do nothing. You know. So I just sat there and watched her. And well, then another hen come coming towards her. I thought. Well, this is going to be pretty cool. I'm going to see two hens come right up close. So I just kind of sat back and in a relaxed position, just kind of like laying down. And and all of a sudden, the gobbler that I shot, he popped up right. I bet he wasn't 15 feet from me. He just popped out right behind a cedar tree. And I had a oh shit moment, you know. <laughs> and, and I I jumped up real quick to grab my gun. And he jumped and broke a strut. And. He kind of looked at me and, and he kind of, he couldn't figure out what was going on, you know, and I thought he's going to give me time to shoot. Well, I went ahead and clicked the gun off safety and put it up there and he was behind a fence post and he just kind of stuck his head out just a little bit. And I thought it's either shoot now or not shoot at all. And so I just squeezed the trigger and away he went down, you know, and it, it was pretty exciting because I've been chasing birds on that property for four years and a matter of fact i think that's the one i had called in twice on that property and had a little bit of problems with trying to close the deal you know huh. but he was an older bird and he only had one spur really but, uh, D- yeah could you tell if he had a spur before on the other one yeah he had a spur before he broke it off yeah you, you can see a little nubbin so, I don't know what he weighed, but he he wound up having a, I think an inch and an eighth spur and a nine inch beard. Yeah, I saw I saw your I mean, tape. I, I was happy with him. I would have been know? happy with a Jake. So yeah, yeah. that'd have been great. <laughs> yeah, I mean he, you know it, it was a big relief. I mean knowing that I had chased birds on that place for four years and finally got to something to kind of work, you know and yeah. It all boiled down to patience is what that was. I just waited him out. That. So you had no idea he was there? No, I had no idea at all. Could could he have been right there the whole time? He could have been. Or, you know, could have he have worked his way in? Like, where he came from, was there other things well, that would have allowed when, when him see, to get there or what? When you watch the video – you see that fence right there? Mm-hmm. Well, from that fence, that way, or towards the east, it's all open field. So I'm assuming he was in that field, and he couldn't see me because of those cedars. Mm-hmm. And then, and hens just went ahead and brought him on in. That that makes sense. That, yeah, probably. But that hen that got in front of me, she only up five times in probably 15 minutes. Hmm. So that taught me something that less is more, you know, when you're in the turkey woods. That's what, that's what Scott says. Yep. You know, people, uh, I'll never forget. I tried doing it. I, I, I tried to do it. Uh, and I did it. 
but he he talks about you know okay nature is is this hen hen lets you know the gobbler know she's there he gobbles yep. says hey i'm here and she comes to him that's that's yep. nature what you're trying to yep. do is you're trying to reverse nature you're trying to make him come to you so why yep. would you keep talking to him when he knows you're there so if he gobbles back to you and you don't respond now you've got him going well wait a minute why is she not talking to me you know like it's almost like your girlfriend didn't answer her text or her call or whatever yeah and you know now you're driving over to her house because you're a stalker or whatever (laughs) you know so uh and that made so much sense because when i used to turkey hunt i used to call or you know years ago that's all i would do is every five seconds just you know it felt like every two minutes And, and you know some guys do that i've watched guys just call 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 and they kill birds every year sure yeah I think what it boils down to is that bird. Like like anything else, it boils down to how that bird feels. Right. Yeah. Has he been pressured a lot? Is yeah. he all worked up? Uh, you know. Yeah. They all. They. Every animal has a, a specific personality. Even yeah. even turkey. You know. Even that pea-sized brain or whatever they say, they still have yeah. a personality of their own, or you know, mannerisms, I guess, of their own. Yeah. Well, everybody says turkey is one of the dumbest things in the woods, but during turkey season, they don't seem like it. If they're one of the dumbest, I don't, I don't want to tell you what I am then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think, I don't think we told this story, and I don't think we're going to because we just probably run out of time. But I mean, a hunt this year, I, I did, you know, what I thought was everything I could have, and then I just ended up not calling them. But you know, you think you know turkeys well enough. And then you see them do something that just makes you go, what? So I, I had a hunt this year. Uh, my buddy Chad took me out to a place I haven't uh, turkey hunted since, gosh, I was early 20s before that farm was sold out of the family and I actually got to go back there because now he hunts it, and it was pretty cool. And uh, we had these uh, these – these gobblers gobbling right on the river, right on the Missouri River is where I was on the river bottoms. And it was really cool because you could just hear them all morning. And never saw anything fly down. Had two hens come out, crossed this huge cornfield. And right where we were hunting, or yeah, where we were set up, is the convergence of two big ditches that drain out to the river. So those ditches are both probably 10, 15 foot deep and steep, right? And then there's a service road for the tractors right next to that ditch. Those hens both come right to that road, and, you know, you would think that they would both walk that road, right? Because that's – both those hens went down into that ditch. Hmm. And then a a tom come out and followed all the way across the the field. I I called to him once. He saw the decoys, kind of strutted a little bit, and then then he went into the ditch with them. And I thought, what in the world is going on? Why are those turkeys deciding to go into that ditch? And maybe about five minutes later, both those hens come out right in front of us, in front of that ditch, in that ditch, right in that. I mean, I could have reached out and grabbed her neck. Yeah. And I'm just like, I couldn't believe that they chose the ditch over the road, just a, you know, dirt road in the field. And uh, I never did see him. So I don't know if he, one of the the hens went back up and then up a road that goes up in the bluff. And I don't know if he followed her and I just never did see him or what, but. That was one of the coolest things to see because as soon as you think you know what a turkey will do, they do it differently. Oh yeah. So maybe uh, I, he probably he probably followed that hen back out. She was probably the hot hen, and that's where he went. Yeah, yeah. Because one of the other hens went back out into the cornfield and actually went across again, and I saw her the whole time. So you know, it's just one of them deals where that's hunting. But it was so much fun because I've heard, I bet I heard fifty gobbles in a matter of five minutes. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean that's. That's the most exciting part of hunting is when you get out there and, and you got birds just hammering on the limb everywhere, you know, it's like, man, this is, this is awesome, you know, and it's, it's, it's greater if you kill one, but yeah, you know, if, if you get out there and you can get them gobbling, that, that that's awesome. You know, it's, yeah. I like, I like listening to them. Yeah. And I don't get um, worked up over turkey hunting like I do like deer. Right. You know, like Micah, we talked about this. So. Every turkey hunt I went on this year, with the exception of one, and even that was cool because I'd never been there, 
So it was a new place, you know, I'm kind of exploring at the same time. We saw birds. Uh, I took my sons with Andy one day, and we saw a uh, turkey. And it got my son's blood pumping. Like, um, it was just kind of cool because he was sitting in between my legs. And uh, then I had the gun up on a uh, shooting stick. And I kind of had the gun in my hand so that if when the bird came in, I could just slide the gun up to his shoulder and then have him take over from there. Uh, and I had him in between my legs. And when they started gobbling after, well, we saw them in the roost and then they flew down. And then they, one of them gobbled and you could feel his body start shaking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dad, dad. Oh, my heart's beating real fast. And uh, I was pretty sure we weren't going to be able to kill them because they flew down somewhere else. But it was just cool because the boys got to see turkeys. And five years ago, if I had tried to take my son turkey hunting, I it, w- it would have been like chasing something that didn't exist. They weren't there. Yep. I knew they weren't yep. there. You never saw them. Nobody ever saw them. So it's it's cool to kind of see them in our area again. Oh, yeah. I, I think they've let a lot loose up in the northern part of Missouri. Really? Is it, Putnam County? I may be wrong. I oh, think they've that's let way a lot up. Yeah, that's up way up there. Yeah, that's more further north than we are. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, you hear about the turkey population decline uh, in every yeah. state, not just ours. And Well, the, the decline is real because where I shot that bird this year – Back in 2018, I shot one off the same farm, and I counted 70 birds that year that I seen off that farm. Jeez. And the next year, I counted like 15, and this year, I seen maybe six. Hmm. So. It's just weird, because I, I almost feel like ours is either I'm just noticing them more, or we we actually do have a increase in our population just in our little area. Yeah. But that don't mean well, anything, really. You know, and habitat plays a lot of that. We went and done some work and cleaned some brush and whatnot up to try to help the turkeys. And this year was the best year I've heard turkeys. You know, I mean, it's, and we planted some different grasses and whatnot to kind of help them out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure um, that's what studies, you know, and everybody, uh, biologists, if you talk to them, that's the biggest reason for the turkey decline is that habitat loss, but I'm going to tell you what, we, we got pretty big into thermal hunting this year Mm -hmm. uh, with it being the second year and you're out hunting coyotes, but it's amazing. The sheer volume of raccoons you see at night in trees and on the ground. Mm -hmm. And that is the number one nest predator of a, of a Turkey. So it's just, you're just like, and nobody, nobody traps them anymore. Nobody really hunts them. Uh, so, like, uh, we, we're going to try to do, a, during the season next year, we're going to try to do a good job of actually hunting raccoons, too. Yeah, just try to put a dent in it. Because, man, there, well, I mean, see, there's just so many of them. Now, the MDC has come up where landowners can start trapping August 1st. I don't agree with the trapping August 1st. I think we should be trapping now, because now's the time that turkeys are laying. But... You know, well, I'm just one person. I can't make a movement on that. I, but I don't quite understand why you can't hunt and trap raccoons all year long. Maybe not trapping. I understand that, but you can hunt a coyote all dang year. Yeah. Except for that stupid little time. Deer season or something. Like no, that. it's no, it's during uh, April 1st through April 18th, Is it? isn't it? Yeah. You can only use certain methods. You can only use the same methods that you would use turkey hunting or something like that during turkey season too. I don't quote me on that, but you can't actually hunt a coyote during daylight hours from like April 1st to the 18th. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason. But outside of that, you can basically hunt a coyote all year long. Yeah. Why can't you hunt a raccoon all year long? That don't make no sense to me. Yeah, it, it, it don't because they're a nuisance, just like possums and skunks. You know, I mean, they're everywhere. And I don't know about you guys up northern part, but down here we got armadillos like crazy. We don't have those. Yep. You want some? Nope. I've <laughs> I've I've seen a few. So I'm worried that it's probably going to be here soon, but I have seen a few here and there on the side of the road dead. Mhm. In and around our county. Uh Yeah. But I don't I've not seen one alive out in the field or doing nothing. But I've heard those things are just a giant 
they're they're kind of like a pig. I mean, they'll they'll root everything up, chase the grubs, and they'll they'll take a nest. I mean, no, they'll, they'll run the hen off the nest and destroy it. Wow. So. Not fun. Not fun. And there's there's no way to really trap them. You just got to shoot them. So that's I drive around. I don't know, probably two or three days a month on the four wheeler, especially like it just quit raining. Well, they're going to be out tomorrow for sure because the ground's soft. Huh. So I'll drive around shoot four or five of them just to try to get rid of them. Really interesting. Huh. Well, man, I mean, that uh, that's an awesome story. It's really cool. Like I said, I followed along, and as soon as you killed him, I thought we should see if Justin wants to come on and tell that story just because – to, to me, like, when you dealt with whatever you dealt with, with the gunshots on the road, yep. that ended my season because I get real pissy <laughs> with that sort of stuff. And you, I know there's a whole other backstory to that, and uh, that would really aggravate me. Um, but you handled it well, and then you killed something. So, win-win. Well, um, I, I, honestly, I'm pretty fortunate because we've we on a – big old spread so if something happens on one side i can kind of move to the other you know away from people and it and that, that being pretty fortunate i can be able to do that yeah okay so uh this was on video so why don't you tell people uh well and a good portion of everything you do is on video so um why don't you tell people how they can watch that and your guys's other stuff uh before we uh in this one go to uh Ozark Traditions TV on YouTube, and we put out web series this year. We didn't do the TV thing this year. We decided we was going to do the web series because it's, you know, it's a little easier. And we cut them down from 20 minutes to six or seven, eight minutes, so people could watch them on their break or whatever. Right. Or you can, uh, you can find Ozark Traditions TV on Facebook and Instagram. It's all over there. So. We're we're on just about every social media outlet there is. That's awesome, and we'll uh we'll obviously tag you guys and all that. Uh, as Micah gets up, okay. Um, we'll tag you guys on all that stuff too. Whenever uh you get up, oh yeah, he's on he's on call, so he just got a call for work. That's probably what that was. Um, so we'll tag you on all that stuff, and uh, you know, uh, guess technically today we're we're recording this on Friday, May sixth. So you you have a few more days to get your second one done with. Uh, I'm done. Oh, you going back to work? That's right. Uh, so yep. you're done, and our listeners hopefully have a few more days to get it done. I'm done also. I got to go work tomorrow, and uh, I'm leaving for out of town on Sunday. So my my season's over. Didn't get it done, but that's all right. Had a fun year actually. It's probably it's weird. I didn't kill a turkey this year, but this was probably one of my most favorite turkey hunting seasons I've had in the past decade. I can agree with that. I've had I've had a lot of fun, you know, with the ups and downs. I I still had a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you this: if it was deer season, at the end of my deer season, I didn't kill something. I wouldn't be saying the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I I didn't say the same thing. I was I was pretty upset because I normally kill at least two or three a year. Yeah. And and it's it's been pretty hard to swallow. I didn't kill nothing. Right. Yeah. Well, Justin, uh, congratulations. Uh, we appreciate you hopping on and giving us a cool story. Um, and, you uh, you know, good luck uh, with, I guess, getting ready for deer season now at this point. Yeah, well, we're rolling into trapping season since August 1st is coming up. We're yep. going to do a little bit of that. Then, then we're going to transition into uh, deer season. So. Awesome, man. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Glad right. to be here. Thanks, man. Yep, see ya. All righty. Thank you, Justin, for, you know, making it on the show. It's Friday night. Usually everybody's got something going on. So thank you for getting away from the family for a little bit and spending some time with us. You mean like you and me? Yeah. Uh, both of us are literally going to stop recording and go yeah. to work. You got to go to work. I, I'm on call this weekend, and we got actually got a call while we were doing the, the episode. the show. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Did you stop recording, or did you just go with it? I kept going. I'm okay. Like, yeah. Everything okay? Oh, yeah. he's working. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so I got to go haul some gas. So You got to go Hank Hill. Yeah, got to go Hank Hillen, baby. God, so. dang it, Bobby. <laughs> yep, so that's all right, though. So, but, yeah, thanks, Justin. We appreciate it. Appreciate the story. Glad for your success. So, anything else we need to finish up here? Nope, just once again, thanks to Justin for coming on. Yep. Um, appreciate you guys listening. Uh, 
Hope everybody had a great turkey season. This is the end of it. turkey season's over. Mm-hmm. So, um, hope everybody had an awesome turkey season. Yep. I had one of the best I've ever had. You didn't go. <laughs> I didn't go. You said you were going to. You I'd know. jerk. I say I go every. Say I'm going to every year. Did you, did you know? Did you ever find out if there was any there? Uh, whenever the landowner. Whenever I went to go put my mineral out, the one that I was talking about in the intro, I was driving the golf cart, and he's got a big pond, and I was driving right by the pond, and a hen kicked up right there. It's pretty much right behind his house. <laughs> so really? I don't know if she had, I tried to look to see if there was a nest, but I didn't notice anything. Mm-hmm. So did you ever talk to the landowner about if they were out there? He, he never. He said he's never seen them out there in the field. See that would. So that would kind of deter. Make you think that they're maybe not there as much as. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I know they've been there. I've had them on camera, and I know they occasionally roost there because I've seen them roost. But I don't know if that's a seasonal thing. I don't know how that works. I don't they, know they enough do, about turkeys. You know, they winter flock and they break up in the spring sometime. Yeah far so, as i know so <laughs> like i said it doesn't get my blood pumping enough for me to wake up early enough to go do it no and you said you were like i'm going over yeah because I, I do i get excited before it and then i'm like if you would have told me we were gonna wake up and go kill coyotes or something like that i would have been right there but <laughs> no, i don't want to go chasing no freaking chicken <laughs> so. that's hilarious. hey that's all right you know i i went Four or five times, probably as much as I could, which is as much as I possibly can usually about right. this time of year. I mean, you're super busy. And then uh, Andy went several times this year. Yeah, and he ha- he actually killed one. So yeah. good deal. Yeah, I don't think we're end up going to do a show on it. So someday we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, maybe someday. Uh, thanks for listening, folks. Yeah, don't forget to go check out our um, social media stuff and get on that link tree if you guys want any merchandise. So yeah, get on that online store uh, May twentieth. That's the deadline. May twentieth. I have no idea if you can order stuff on May twentieth. Or if that's the last or if day. it is over on May 20th. Right. So that's about as much as I know. I probably ought to find that out from our person. Yep. All right. Congrats, Justin. Thanks for coming on. Thanks right. for listening. See you. Bye.